Your one stop for exclusive interviews. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma quarterback commit Cooper Wilcox. Cooper, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Man, really, the culture that the coaches show as soon as you walk in the doors, they make it feel like your family. They make it feel like a, a healthy environment to come and play football. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma senior H-back Dante McGee. Dante, thank you for taking time this morning to talk to me. This is honestly a once-a-lifetime thing, you know. Usually you get your five years and you're done, but you know, you get an extra year of play. I was like, you know what, I, I want to come back. I want to spend another year with these guys. Post game press conferences. I didn't really like my first read, so I was just went to playmaker mode. Game previews, recaps, brought to you by me, your host, JG Smith. You're listening to the Cho Show only on the Suave Report. Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Chosen Podcast presented by TheSwallReport.com. I'm your host, Jonathan Goodall, a.k.a. J.G. Smooth. I know I'm a few days late, but as promised, we are back on here. I did uh, secure, the, secure the, the, the services of a defensive player, so that I just want that known. I kept my word, at least on that end. And it was somebody I've been a huge fan of if you watch the Position breakdowns over on the Choso Podcast Network YouTube channel. You probably have a good idea about who this gentleman is. Uh, before I bring him on, though, I want to give a huge thank you shout out to those that watched the first ever softball one on one with pitcher and first base Taryn Ritz over there. Unfortunately, uh, for the softball team, their season ended in the Super Regionals against Roger State. But I do want to give our head coach Cody White there and that team a ton of credit because they turned in a really good season and, and I feel like the future is is very bright for that program. But the the uh, the support on that, it, it kind of exceeded my expectations. I didn't really know, um, seeing how this was pretty much a uh, football-based uh, channel, podcast type thing. So I didn't know how the core audience would, 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 uh, would take that. But we got almost 35, 40 views over there. Uh, on the uh, Chosen Podcast Network YouTube channel and actually gained two more subscribers. So a uh, shout out to both Taryn and the both man, Dante McGee, for kind of forcing that issue there um, because I was going to wait and, and you know, wait till the offseason and then kind of try to do some research then. But, but he's like, nah, you might want to go ahead and do that now. So I'm glad that we were able to do that. I'll try to get more on uh, in the future. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring in Bring on my guest now. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma defensive back Kobe Stevens, who, who, who as a freshman led led the team in pass breakups. Uh, Kobe, thank you for t- taking time to talk to me. Uh, could you start by telling the viewers and listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, I mean, I was born and raised in Milwaukee, Oklahoma. Uh, my whole life, I was well. Yeah, I grew up my whole life in Milwaukee. Um, attended. Well, I played football, basketball, baseball, track here in high school. Then, um, then I went to UCO for on a football scholarship. Then, I mean, I played there as a freshman. Um, started nine out of eleven games, and uh, yeah, that's just a little quick, brief summary about myself. Okay. Now you mentioned that you play all the sports in high school. So, like, when when did you when did you rest? 
it seemed like you uh, were going for sports before. <laughs> uh, I would say the summer, but like, I mean, the summer, of course, we're working out and I had AAU all summer. So, I mean, it was really just all year round, really. Uh, and then on the football field, and I was looking at your uh, uh, stats. I mean, you 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 played offense, you played defense, and you kicked. So, like, how did you like pace yourself throughout a full game? Because you're playing all three phases at some points. I know that had to be physically and mentally like taxing on you. Yeah, I mean, well, in high school, we, I mean, like the whole team, we played both ways. So, like, I mean, in practice, we just really ran and. It was really conditioning. I mean, we conditioned every day or whatever. And, uh, I mean, really just prepping your body right, you know, working out off season, really just taking care of your body. That's how we did it here. Uh, and then, you know, looking at your uh, numbers, that, I mean, you you had, what we're looking at, like career-wise, you had over like 120-some-odd touchdowns, man. I mean, like you just like live in the <laughs> – like what 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 contributed to your success scoring wise uh i i mean a key factor was really our receivers you know they, i mean they helped spread the field out he's i mean it was easy with them you know they occupied the the back seven really so it was really just Whoever's in the box against our old line, really. It was just straightforward. Uh, and then defensively, you, you had you had eight of your 13 career interceptions as a senior. So what what was the big jump from your junior to your well, I guess your first three years to your senior year as as, as far as picks are concerned? Um, the first, I'll say the first two years, I was Really, I mean, I'm not, yeah, I was really like, you know, just still getting a feeling of high school, or whatever. And uh, junior and senior year, I started being more loose and my coach started being more lenient, like our alignment, how we do stuff, and really just let us, you know, play football type and not just like in a systematic form. Okay, so your senior goes, you, you have a great season. I think you're all state. You, you get, so, what then leads you? to decide that UCO is, is where you wanted to, to start your college career? Um, as the recruiting went on, um, like they were at the school almost every other week. Um, the facilities are nice. And, um, I mean, I went on an official visit, and, like, the people I met there, like Jonathan Mosley, I mean, he talked it up real nice. Him and um, there's a few others I can't think of, but – I mean, they talked it up nice, talked about the facilities, the school, just in general. So, I mean, I'm, I felt like it'd be a pretty good fit. And plus, like everyone I talked to, they, it was like a family. It was all close-knit. So, and that's what I was looking for. Now, when you were going through the recruiting process, like, did you have a preference on which position you wanted to play or did it, did it, did it matter to you at all? Um, it didn't really matter, but like all the looks I did get, it was for defense or just an athlete in general. And I mean, I had a few offensives, but they was like a hybrid back, like more of a running back type. And I was, yeah, it was just defense really. Okay. So you get to UCO and then you were, an, uh, you were listed as a safety in high school and then you're a corner. So what was that adjustment like for you moving from safety to corner? Uh, 
Um, it, it was pretty rough. Yeah, it was because like I mean I never played corner in my life, but like I mean it was rough, especially switching right before you know like your college career because the speeds are different, the athleticism is different. Um, bigger players, faster players, smarter players. So I mean it, it was real tough. But, I mean, it just took a lot of work, and my teammates, of course. But, yeah, they helped out a lot. What was the what was the biggest challenge? Just, I'll say getting used to the physicality and the speed, really. Because everything in college moves a lot faster. Okay, so your first, okay, so your first game, just talk me through that. Like, what were your emotions like? What, what were you nervous? What, what was that experience like for you? Oh, uh, the first game, <laughs> I had a few kickoffs, and uh, I mean, they was out the back of the end zone, so it really, really no action. But uh, I remember my first snap on defense. It was like um, <laughs> they ran like a, it was a power play or something, and like off the line, he just came up and just bulldogged me, and I about failed. Then I started pursuing the ball, and as I'm pursuing the ball, they bounce it back out, and I go to cut out, and there's a receiver again. He just like cracks me, and I'm just thinking like, dang, if it if this is gonna be college, like it's gonna be a rough year. I'm, I I wasn't really down on myself, but I was like, like dang, it was crazy. A lot happened in that one play, but yeah, I was I mean I was nervous for sure because like, I've never been on that stage and. I'm not going to say out of position, but it was a new position for me or whatever. But, yeah, it was a challenge. And then after that that game, were the nerves gone or were you still nervous at all at any point during the season? Uh, I'm going to say, for me, it's always like the first play jitters, like, until the first snap, like, all the way leading up until the first snap. But after the first snap, I'm, I mean, it's, it's all, they're gone. Really just playing football after that. Okay. And then your first start, like what? So, like, walk me through. Yeah, walk me through. I guess when you found out you was gonna be starting, and then what that experience was like. Uh, so, well, so we had um, Boffman, Daniel Boffman. He went out the first game or whatever with the neck injury. And then um, Keyshawn Murray, he got he was in, ahead of me. And then he got hurt too. I think he messed his um, growing up or quad. And coach told us in like a film study, like he put the death chart up there and I saw my name. I was like, I, I mean, I was nervous, but like, I knew it was time, you know, to like man up type. And um, yeah, I was nervous all the way into the, I mean, the game. I was still nervous in the game, but like after the first few plays, I was, I mean, it was pretty good. Then the, my teammates, they just helped me throughout the week. Like um, just, Mentally, they kept on, kept me up, and like if I did mess up, you know, they was there to pick me back up, or whatever. So, did you have to? Did you pre- prepare differently? I, I guess as a as a starter compared to a reserve, because sometimes some people practice the same regardless, and then some I know take it up a notch when they're starting and when they're not. Did, did you? Was you like the the same throughout your preparation, or did you have to adjust? Um, I feel like I was the same because like. Being a reserve, I knew I had, like, you know, I had to earn a position because, like, a position wasn't given. So, I mean, I didn't really switch nothing up throughout practice, like, my energy-wise or anything like that. So, I feel like, yeah, I'll stay the same. Okay. 
Uh, and then what 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 really impressed me about you was the the northeastern state game. There was there was at the end of the first half, uh, you were matched up against Mark Whelan, one of the one of the better receivers in the conference, and he did score on you at the end of the half. But you came back in that second half, man, and I was like, this dude is like Velcro right there. And to me, it's just like that kickstarted a, like a really good end of season for you. Now a lot of young corners, especially ones that are new to the position. That would kind of mess with their confidence. But for you, it seemed like if it had an effect, you weren't showing it. So, like, how were you able to kind of bounce back from that literally in the same game? Uh, uh, when, <laughs> when it happened, I was – I'm not – yeah, I was down on myself because that's like a lonely feeling when you get scored on, especially how it happened. But, uh, I mean, I really – I never just – I mean, it's like – you got to have short-term memory in football. So, I mean, it happened like, oh, well, you can't dwell on it or, you know, you're going to keep messing up or whatever. Your confidence going to be low. And, um, I mean, I had some teammates. They picked me up, of course. But it's really just short-term memory for me. It's just next play mentality. And then the Central Missouri game I, I thought was really good because I know you had now that 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 forced fumble you had that like flew into the hands of Trayvon Craig and as it was at least accredited you with the the fumble. Uh, what was that? What was that? I mean, like did, did when you stripped the ball, did you did you did you know Trayvon was there or was it just it just happened to land in Trayvon's hands? Like did you just rip it and it landed no, there or think, did you see um, it? It was. I think it was. Me, Michael Slater, and it was somebody else. But, like, I mean, I just know it's a big collision and the ball popped out. And I, mean, I was on the ground, and uh, I think it was Malik Gray. He was hurt. So I'm, like, looking at Malik, like, is he all right? And I just hear a bunch of screaming or whatever. And Trey, I mean, I look up, and Trey got the ball or whatever running down the field. So I was I, mean, I was still lost to, like, what happened because I really didn't know what happened. Uh, and then at some point in that game, there was a play. It seemed eerily similar uh, to the, the, the touchdown you allowed against Northeastern State, but you instead got the pass breakup. It was like a one-on-one. I think it was like a jump ball kind of in the corner of the of the of the end zone. So, like at at that point, did, did you did you did you see the growth? I guess from that Northeastern State game, uh, at that point, from when you were able to make that play on a similar type of situation. Um. Uh, honestly, I think um, I mean the North. Yeah, I saw growth, but what happened in NSU was really just like a. I mean, it was a. I was put in a tough position, kind of like I mean it was, a eye violation or whatever. I well, yeah, I just I uh, I played it more disciplined. Yeah, I'll say that I played it more disciplined. I saw the growth. And when you when you when you say that that you played a more disciplined, like what what does that detail? Um, all violation, um, hand placement, physicality off the line. It really just a bunch of the stuff we worked in practice, really. Uh, and then like you mentioned, like I mentioned before in the, in the in the open here, you 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 led the team in pass breakups. Like did, when you started that first game. Did you ever think you would have the type of season that you had from that point on? Because you're moving from safety to corner. It's like two games into the season here. You're you're or three games into the season. You're you're, you're now starting, still trying to adjust. 
and then you still in the in the season with a team leading seven breakups. Um, really, I just I really just felt like I just had to get a grasp for it. Like once I had it, I had it, but it was just like um, the transition from corner to safety. It was I mean it was rough, but it was just like once you have it, you have it type thing. Just a confidence. Oh, so I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because some people might just think it's it's interchangeable because you're both in the secondary. So, like, what to you were the the major challenges outside of just the overall adjustment to college? But what, from like a position standpoint, uh, was some of your early challenges in your move from safety to corner? It's really just playing press man ninety percent of the game against the bigger receivers. Yeah. That was a challenge because um, I know Fort Hayes, they had like a 6'3", 220, and a 6'2", like 210 receiver. And it, it's really just the 90% of the game we're playing man, like press man with no help. So that I think that's the biggest, that was the biggest challenge. It's okay. Now, you, you, you mentioned the size difference that you faced because the, the conference has a lot of big body receivers. So like yeah. – as as a, as a smaller DB, how did you kind of learn to to overcome that? Uh, really just playing with confidence. Um, playing with confidence, being more physical, and just playing fast. Really, there's no hesitation. Uh, okay, and then um. You got the coaching chains, uh, Bobek steps down, Coach Doro comes in. How has that uh, adjustment period been like uh, from the old regime to the new regime? Um, I can't talk too much on the offensive side, but the defensive side, um, it once we started rolling, we started clicking pretty well. And, I mean, the coaches, like, I don't think there's many people that – well. I don't know none that like dislikes the coaches or anything like that. I mean, it's really, it's really just like uh, everyone gets along. I mean, like in the fall, yeah, we were we were getting along or whatever. But now it's like everyone's coming out their shell, like being trying to be leaders and just helping each other out, holding each other more accountable. And like, um, I'm not saying like we don't have as many people missing workouts and all that, so. I feel like we're on a good track. And then and then in spring, this past spring, for you individually, how do you feel like that went? Um, I I feel like it went pretty well for the most part. It's still, I mean, aspects where I can improve, of course. But um yeah, I mean I became more versatile over the spring. But uh yeah, I feel like it's been a pretty good spring so far. Now, when you say you became more versatile, like in what sense? Because like our coaches, um, our de- defensive back coach, he would like move us to safety for like one scrimmage, move us to corner or whatever, just really moving us to get a look of both sides, like corner and safety. And um, just seeing like where we best fit at. So, I mean, that helps, that's helping being like, helping us be more, versatile as a defensive back. 
and you said that that there's still some things that you want to improve on. What what are some of those things that you want to improve on heading to the fall? Still, um, like physicality, being more consistent, um, continuing to push myself and like teammates harder. And, uh, really, just continue to do what we've been doing to get better. And grow. Now you all, you all, you, you did lose. I know Darius, Darius Hawkins, and 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 there there was some other some older guys that that are that are no longer there. So now, like now, kind of being a guy, battle tested guy, you started nine games. From a leadership standpoint, now do do you feel like you have? Do you feel like you 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 have to um, assume a leadership role in that room, or can you still kind of? stand back and let the veterans in the secondary kind of do most of it. See, I mean, that's what I was doing over the fall. I was, you know, just, I mean, over the spring, just standing in the back still. And um, we had our exit meetings and some of the older guys and the coach, like, they basically told me to like, I mean, like I've been here, whatever, seen it to like step up and be more of a leader and be more vocal instead of just like, I mean, stand in the back seat, just, just being satisfied with riding or whatever, you know, just chilling. And, and do you, do you, do you think that that would be a, a, a tough adjustment for you having to do that? Or do you think it, it'll be a pretty easy move from now kind of being in front of the pack instead of behind the pack? Um, I feel like it'd be an easy move, but it's still like a lot of responsibility coming with that. Oh, okay. Um, okay, now, I, I think everybody who follows knows how dominant that defensive front was this past season. So, as a defensive back, like, how big is it to to have that quality defensive line that, that really that puts the pressure on consistently there and, and makes it tough on a quarterback? Like, what, what is the advantage to that from your standpoint as a corner? Um. Most of the time, we know they're going to put pressure on the quarterback. Um, I mean, the advantage that it gives, like we know they're, we know that they're really not going to run the ball from week to week on us. But it puts more pressure on the secondary because we have to, you know, um, we have to guard better. We can't like we can't slip up as a whole, and like our slips slip ups are, I mean, you can easily see them because it's just you and another receiver in an open. Okay, now that's the thing because if you're impressed, man, it's like you and there's nobody else. So like, what? So like, no. So knowing the pressure on every snap, did like so like when when something happens, like like if your feet get tangled, if you slip, knowing that there's no one there, like does that affect you at all? Knowing that that wasn't really on you because of the circumstance, but at the same time, it technically is on you because it was your man. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what happens, like if your man catches a ball, it's like, I mean, it. It's really like you let the whole defense defense down. Like you know, everybody else did their job, and you you slipped up. Kind of. Yeah. Now, after playing a lot of press man, and then after being a high school safety, which I imagine detailed a lot of zone, which do you prefer, press man or zone? I say press man, yeah. Press man, press man. Okay, so so why press man over zone? Um, press man is really because 
it's just you and him. I mean, you got whoever the bigger person is who's more dominant. It, it really shows your dominance if you're just press man. I mean, I don't have a problem playing zone. Zone, I mean, either way with me, I mean, it doesn't affect. But, like, press man, you just – like, as a defensive back, to play press man a lot, you have to you have to be different. Kind of. Yeah, you have to be different. You got to have it, confidence and and what you're doing and your teammates around you. Yeah. Uh, and what are your goals uh, for the upcoming season? Uh, really, the only thing I want to happen, I mean, I see like all of the other UCL organizations coming back with like conference championships and all that. So really, that's my biggest goal. I mean, I think that's a pretty big team goal, too. Really just playing the best to our best of our ability and pushing each other as hard as we can and hopefully come back with a conference championship. Okay. Um, so before I get you out of here, I do this with you know all the new guests, kind of get to know you questions type things. Uh, so your 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 favorite sports team? Um, the Lakers. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Now, do you have a preference on the coach? Because I think they like listed like the the candidates are like uh, Darvin Ham and Terry Stotts, and there was somebody else. Like, are you? Well, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say I have a favorite sports team. I have a favorite player and it's LeBron. So really wherever LeBron goes, I mean that's where I'm at. So Okay. Well okay, but yeah, given that he's currently in LA, the kind of a train wreck at that at, at the moment here. Yeah. What if if you were GM for a day, what do you what would you what do you think needs to be done to get that yeah, uh, I'll start by getting rid of Westbrook. He gotta go. <laughs> yeah, he gotta go. <laughs> oh man it's like religious in this state. Uh, he, he got <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Okay, your 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 favorite musical artist. I say Rod Wave. Rod Wave. Okay. A okay, favorite ro- uh, Rod Wave song. Twenty nineteen. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see your favorite hobby outside of football. Uh. Working out, really, that's all I do. Go to work, work out. Uh, yeah, that's literally it. Now, okay, now, are, are you more of an upper body workout guy or a lower body workout guy <laughs> now? Because, you know, there's some dudes in there that skip leg day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I will say during high school, it was really just upper body, upper body. But as I went to college and seeing like how important it is to develop lower body. I mean, don't get me wrong. We still did lower body, but it wasn't as aggressive as upper body. But uh, yeah, Coach Van Kieran, he's one thing you're going to do is you're going to do some legs in there every day. So, and, and, Okay. So, so what, what is your favorite, um, I guess like uh, exercise to do? Is it like a bench? Is it a curl? Is it a, yes, a bench like, press? It's a bench press. I think okay. everybody on the team know that though. So, oh, no, you're not. But like, why? Why specifically the bench? Uh, really? Uh, I mean, that's what. Like growing up, that's what we worked on a lot. Yeah, just getting your bench press up. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so. Okay, so in terms of DBs, now you didn't get, you didn't get to name any names here. 
But like, where does your bench rank among that unit? The de- defensive backs. Defensive backs. Uh, I think I have the strongest bench as um as far as the defensive backs go. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. There we go. Um. Let's see. Okay, your 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 favorite TV show. I I don't even watch TV. <laughs> I don't watch TV. Well, I mean, I have a favorite Netflix. I guess you can say uh, Money Heist. I guess yeah, but that's the only okay. thing I watch. I don't watch TV. Okay. Okay. Um. She do do you? Okay. So do you video game at all? Or are you a gamer? Yeah, I played. I played a game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like. Now, are we talking? Are you an Xbox guy or a PlayStation guy? PlayStation. PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. Now, why? Now, why is it PlayStation? Why? Now, I had an Xbox for like I had an Xbox my whole life to like my sophomore year, maybe in high school. Then I mean, once I got the PlayStation, it was like no going back. I, I don't know. It's just something about the PlayStation. I don't know. Okay. So okay. So you're. Your favorite video game, then? Um, it's a tough one out of Madden and 2K. It's a tough. Mm-hmm. One. Okay, now, now when you when you play Madden, who's your who's your go to team? I it was the Chiefs till they got rid of um, Tyreek Hill. So yeah, I don't know now. I haven't I haven't really been playing it now. Oh, sure. Uh, so okay, so 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 then is is like Tyreek Hill kind of like LeBron for you? Kind of just follow wherever he goes, or or like what was the Chiefs legitimately your team? Nah, the uh, my team was the um, Vikings because of Adrian Peterson. I was a big Adrian Peterson fan, but when he started bouncing around, I just really I mean I don't have a team now, but I play with Tyreek Hill on Madden because he a cheat code. I mean. We just seeing him streaks and he's just out of there. So they go for the four versus cheese over Okay, you want to know for the four versus cheese. Okay. Um is she okay? Your your favorite food. Um mm. I don't think I have I have one, really. I'd probably say the closest thing to it is um probably Lasagna, yeah. Okay, okay, that, that's a new one. Um, hmm. Oh, okay, that's a new one now. Are you a, are you a pineapple on the pizza or pineapple off the pizza guy? No, nah, I, I haven't ate pineapples on the pizza yet. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah I ain't tried that yet. Right, right now, are we 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 head tossed or thin crust now? Because that's also debatable. Uh, if we had Pizza Hut, I'm gonna have to go thin crust. But I mean, anywhere else, hand toss because hand toss is all you're gonna get at um, CC's. Yeah, we go to the DBs. We went to CC's every week, like once a week, every week for the whole season. Wait, so like you, so like you, you all didn't get tired of because I mean, you know what I mean? Like by, by like week ten or eleven, it had to be getting nah, tired of it. Our coach, he um, so he'll get us pizza on like Fridays before, like during our um, our meetings, our last meetings of the week or whatever. He'll get us pizza, but we'll go Thursday. We'll all go to CC's like every week on a Thursday. 
I mean, I think we missed like maybe two weeks, maybe. But no, nah, we didn't get tired of it, really. But okay, so we, so we got tired of the pizza he bought, but we still ate at CC's. But we got tired of the pizza he was bringing in. What was the difference? <laughs> like, what was it? I don't know. Probably because we ate CC's before, like the day before he brought the pizza in. So maybe that's the difference. Okay. Well, okay. I, well, that is a pizza lover. Okay. Well, um, okay. Okay. But then, so, so, so then, what is your favorite pizza? In terms of toppings, uh, CC's have they got? I mean, I don't know what's on there. I know it's onions, but I picked them off. But it's like a, it's like a barbecue piece. I guess it's like chicken barbecue or barbecue chicken or something like that. I don't know what it's called. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Do you have any pregame uh, routines or rituals that you normally do? Uh no, I don't think I have any pregame rituals. I think that is our our whole pregame ritual is going to CC's. <laughs> to yeah. Uh, okay. Now, in terms of the swag and the gear, like, is that something that 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 you plan out in advance? You is that like gear? a feel? Yeah, is that like a feel of the moment thing? Is that like you plan that out for weeks in advance? How does that kind of happen for you? You see, some of our players on the team, yeah, they. They, that's all they worry about, like Trayvon Craig, uh, even some of the coaches, and uh, Rayquan Wicks. Me, I mean, me, I don't, ever since high school, like, I don't wear nothing. Like, um, I wore maybe two games. I wore tights, or it was one game. I wore tights, and then, like, we had the Fort Hayes game, which was, it was real cold, and I had, like, no sleeves on, no socks. Or I had socks on, don't get I got socks on, but they're no shows. And I mean, they give me a lot of stuff about that. They're like, bro, you, you're not wearing nothing. I'm like, I didn't know I have to. <laughs> but oh, okay, but like now, like like now that they get, but like now that now that it, you know it's it's there, it's accessible. So like, do do you plan to now attempt to add some swag to it this season? This year, I might. I mean, I might. I might have to this year so I can quit hearing them. They say I look vulnerable <laughs> without anything gone, but I mean, I might have to. It depends how I'm feeling. I mean, yeah, man, because, like, you know, I'm looking over there and, like, you know, Trayvon has his bands on and the towel yeah, and, 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 you know, bug hide, and I'm just like, man, there's Koi over here, like, it's some kind of, like, freshman initiation thing where, like, there's, <laughs> nah, like, nah. there's just no gear for this man. <laughs> nah, I mean, I might have to in the fall, though. I might, you know, throw a few sleeves on or some leg sleeves or something. I just yeah. feel like... For me, it just feel like it restricts you. I mean, I don't know. That might be some superstition, but I just feel like it limits your moving or something, your ability or agility. Well, you know, I'm sure you know you probably gotta you know practice with it. You know, I'm sure you, you, you know you probably get get used to it. But I, I recommend it at least in the in the in the cold because you know it gets this cake is kind of cold there in Kansas and Missouri. You know, yeah. in November. So I, just like, I mean, I. If, I mean, yeah, like sitting on the sideline, yes, it gets real cold. But like, if you're out there running, you're not gonna really get cold. So I mean, I just throw my gloves on, my little towel, and really, that's it. I gotta have the no-show socks on though. That's a must. Okay, now, wait. Now this is okay. Now I, I, I kind of have a theory as to why the DBs have towels. But someone gonna question like, you all don't really catch passes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you, you're out there catching a ton of passes. 
So at that point, it's like, why is the towel there? So for I you, think, I think for the DBs, for the most part, like our whole DB crew, I think it's just like a fashion statement because the towels, like me, Wicks, Boffman, like we literally just cut up a towel and it'd be like this thin, but like this long. So I mean, it don't serve no purpose. I think it's just for looks. Wait, wait, wait. So you won't already be using a full towel? It's like. Yeah, we just cut off little strips like this. So I think it's just a fashion, fashion statement. <laughs> oh, that's great. I mean, okay, so so like, then you could probably get what, like a handful of games out of one towel then, right? You know, if you're cutting it up, like. Nah, uh, I mean, I still have the towels from last season. I think a lot of us do. But, I mean, you do lose them from game to game. But I mean, yeah, we just cut up some more and keep on going. Well, okay, that is a new one. Um, give me some favorite hobby, favorite. Oh, uh, okay. Food for you, yeah. Um, okay, now, are, are, are you Pepsi or Coke guy? No, I don't drink dark pop. Huh? Um, okay, so uh, just a water guy then? You just you just straight water? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, during the season, I, I drink a lot of water, but now I'm more of a sweet tea. Oh, oh, okay. Now, which which, which brand are you rocking with here? Really, whatever brand the store got. But uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I feel like I think it's it might be Peak. Peak. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I'm gonna have. So I guess my final question to you. Well, actually, this too. Now you got there. Right when we got the white helmets, now in the past we didn't have the white helmets; it was just the blue helmets. So when you all went icy white, it, I know I know your teammates that have been there had to be excited. So like, were you kind of I don't want to say like confused at that moment about their possible excitement, or were you just like, yeah, it's clean? You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like I mean I was me personally I was happy because in the blue helmets I had like a big old Revo speed and it was it was just ugly so with the white helmets and the F7s I was probably just as happy as they was and like we had a few they had like good blue helmets I mean we practiced in them but like they wanted to wear them during the game and I'm like no I'm not wearing that helmet during the game like and then well, yeah, they well, got so what do you have against the Rebel Speed now? Because you know, like, like for a period of time, like the Rebel Speed was like the helmet that you wanted, and now you're over here saying, "Nah, yeah, I don't I mean, want the Rebel Speed." <laughs> it was, but that was like in 2014, 2015. <laughs> like, yeah, that's out of style. My only thing out a Rebel is like a, a Speed Flex. That's only like a Speed Flex. The only one I prefer. Okay. Okay. Well. You know, for those of us that still, you know, holding on to our PS3s and 360s playing NCAA 14, Revel Speed is about the best you're going to get, bro. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. when you said that, I'm like, man. Oh. Yeah. Didn't do it. Okay. See, so I guess my final question for you would be, uh, do you have a message for, you know, Bronco Nation out there as to about what they can expect from you this coming season? Uh, I don't have anything personal, but I will say, like, I mean, it's going to be a lot different. Not just, like, at the games, but, like, just in general. Um, like, you you see a difference 
throughout the whole program, like from the classrooms, because um, they're real big on classes, like grades and all that. And um, really just our work work ethic. Uh, like you'll see a lot of us just getting like extra work after practice, no matter what time it is, extra field work, all that. And really, I mean, it's going to be a fun season. That's all I can say. Well, Kobe, I appreciate you taking time this evening uh, to talk to me. Um, you're more than welcome to come back on at, at any time. And I'm, 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 you know, I'm hoping for a good sophomore season. Now, you know, I know there's that whole sophomore slump slogan yeah. that's around <laughs> off this. <laughs> so, you know, I was just hoping, hoping that uh, it doesn't, you know, strike you. But, but you know, I, I just want to see, you know, I was, I was very impressed by your resilience there in the second half of that Northeastern State game and then really down the stretch. I thought you played some really good football uh, against some, some good physical receivers there. And, and especially as a freshman, holding your arm there, uh, leading the team with seven breakups there, uh, forcing a fumble. I, I just I just wanted to... The men, you let know that the Troll Show is is, is a big is a big fan, and uh, I, I just wish you, you know, the the best this 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 uh, upcoming season. Thank you, thank you for having me. No problem, thank you, sir. So again, I want to thank Kobe for taking time to come on. We have some scheduling con- conflicts there early on. That's why it, it is uh is it is coming out now. We recorded this on Friday, but you know with, with it being the weekend and, and stuff going on, I just wanted to wait. Until Monday, until today, to put it out there. But I'm looking forward to seeing the growth of Kobe. I, I thought uh, he played really well, especially from the second half of the NSU game onward. Then I'm looking forward to, to seeing what the time in the weight room, uh, what the year of experience, and, and and how that all comes together for him. Because I really feel as if Kobe could be one of those rare uh four-year starters there that, that you don't you don't see too often at the collegiate level so um i, I you know I'm a, I'm a big fan of his and i appreciate him taking time to come on so this will be this this will be in fact the last one-on-one until at least after the memorial day holidays i don't know like a lot of you we gonna be gathering with family and and so you know just take a nice pause and then come back should have at least one coach on in june i'm gonna try I'm gonna try to get as many as possible. Uh, work my way up to Coach Doral, and then try to try to save that for when we do the season preview. If possible, just kind of do two for one, just make it easy on everybody involved. Uh, so you can expect that we'll get back to the grind in June. Uh, we will also be releasing that new series in June that I have been teasing for about a month now. That keeps getting pushed back because we kept getting one-on-one opportunities i'm not gonna turn that down so uh just be on the lookout for that but uh you know i hope you all have a nice safe memorial day memorial holiday uh, i appreciate all the support so far and it's been tremendous and i think this is only the beginning I, I i really have a good feeling about where we're headed here uh both as a well the team for one but then also us over here i i think we're, we're headed for, for really big things so I hope you all have a safe, nice Memorial Day weekend. Uh, My name is Jonathan Goodall, a.k.a. J.G. Smooth. I'll talk to you all later.